welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the man about town, about your town, about to be in your town, uh, John Wayne, that's right, here I am, uh, here with you again. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I appreciate you guys so much. If uh, you just are new to the show, if I just met you uh, recently and you're checking it out, hey, thank you. That's awesome. I very much appreciate it. Welcome to the show, everyone. I am in my neon palace of sin here in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, where Nevada, sorry, Nevada, everyone's going to be like, oh, he doesn't even know. Well, maybe I don't, but I also don't care. I am here uh, for a limited time only uh, because I, I just got in last night from uh, an awesome event in uh, L.A. at the Globe Theater called uh, the Krampus Tavern, put on by the Witch's Brew uh, out there in L.A. Thank you guys for having me. That was an awesome event. Um, and we'll talk about that later uh, in another episode, but we have other things to update now. But I just, just to let everyone know, just give you the update. You know, it just got in at about 2 a.m., and now uh, it's about 8 a.m., and I am up recording this because as I lay there in bed, uh, resting my, my weary bones, I, I realized that, wait, I have to leave again tomorrow to start driving to Florida for Spookala, which is my last show of the year. Um, and that's a long-ass drive. So I was like, oh, shit, well, I really don't have time to relax or do any of these kind of laying in bed things, so get your ass up and get to work. And that's what I did. I'm here um, giving a brand-new episode uh, and updating. And again, then I have uh, all kinds of lists that I've made for today that I need to get things done before I leave again in the morning. But uh, first of all, shouts out major Major, major shouts out to all my Patreon supporters, uh, subscribers, family, if you will. Thank you guys so much. Uh, you know, as we come to the end of the year, it, it, you know, I know I, I try to express my gratitude every episode and in every way I can. But thank you so much. Uh, this has been a great year so far. We got a couple weeks left, but you guys, a lot of travel I, I've been doing and you guys are keeping me alive out there. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for uh, joining the Patreon. If you would like to check out my Patreon, please go to patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead or just go to johnwayneisdead.com. You hit the Patreon link and it'll take you right there. You can choose one of the tiers to subscribe to, uh, get you some goodies every month. But every tier, no matter what you subscribe to, gets you access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus podcast, uh, in which I speak with other artists from all over the the country and the world, even uh, that I meet, and we talk about what they do and have great conversations. I love doing that show. Uh, thank you to the the subscribers who check it out and listen to it every week. Um, but you should get in on this, uh, please. Any uh, any like I said, any tier you join gets you access to. Every episode, plus all the back episodes, we're over 110 episodes now, so there's plenty of content on there to check out. Plus, I put up special videos, uh, videos of me performing, uh, you know, at different shows and uh, doing readings, or and little teasers, which I uh, I put I put one up there, um, uh, this you know, a few days ago, just a few days ago, before I went out of town. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a second. But please check it out. Go to patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead or johnwayneisdead.com. Hit the Patreon link. Take you right there. I appreciate a, every bit of your support. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Um, also, uh, my new book, Deadline, still still kicking it out there, doing uh, doing great. There's some uh, shouts out to Mike Rankin of Horror Bookworms Reviews. He, he did a great review on it. Uh, which I, I shared on my Facebook page. If you want to check that out, a uh, lot of lot of good things are being said about Deadline. If you have not checked it out yet, please pick one up at johnwaynestead.com in the shop page. I will sign it for you. I'll send a little extra goodies. You could also get it on Amazon or wherever you get books from. But you know, when you get it from me, uh, straight from the horse's mouth, I take care of you with some extra goodies. But I do appreciate it. If you have picked up Deadline already and you've read it. Uh, Please take a second, if you would, to drop a review on Amazon or Goodreads. It really, truly helps uh, helps the book's uh, success and get pushed up there and 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 you know get some more eyes on it. Uh, so if you've read it already, please uh, you know just uh, pop on and give me a little review there. That would be very very nice. Um, but I appreciate you guys reading it, and checking out my work. So 
Ah, man, my voice is a little hoarse. If it sounds sexy, I'm glad I don't have to do voiceover today. Um, but I did, uh, before I left, just finished another another job uh, that, uh, I, was it announced already? I think I think he announced it. Um, but, uh, well, I, uh, I, I get to work with uh, someone I've worked with uh, several times in the past, as far as audiobooks goes, John Baltusberger. Uh, I did his uh, novella "Whispers of the Dead Saint," and it was uh, very cool, very fun to do. Of course, I got to do a lot of cool voices on that one with the characters. Uh, so check that out. Also, uh, I don't know when it. It. it I just wrapped that, so it's not going to be out. Uh, I'll let you guys know when it is out but i'm glad i'm just saying that i'm glad i don't have to do any voice stuff today except to talk to you lovely people like this and i know you'll love it when i get all deep on you yeah that's right come down to the bio uh yeah so yeah i'm, I'm a little uh whatever uh, just running ragged i guess it's it's mostly just exhaustion you know i'm not sick really even when i was sick last week i got home um Thank you for everyone that reached out and was like, uh, you know, hoped I felt better. I put it on my my Instagram story and stuff that I just, I had to just go to bed. I mean, I, I never cancel appearances or cancel, you know, back out of commitments, but I had to. I was I was supposed to be a guest on a podcast um, last Monday, and I was super looking forward to, to being on it. It's a, you know, it's an improv-based thing where you get to be a character. Um, so I was, you know, I had notes on my, I was putting it together, uh, just the basic skeleton so I could see how, how we could develop this, this character within this time of the podcast. And, uh, I was really stoked. I was really stoked, but, uh, Monday, I just, it just wasn't going to be good if I tried. Um, I was aching. I was just exhausted. I think that's mainly what it was, was exhaustion. Um, you know, I, I've got like some stuff you know, like congestion, I guess, but it's not, it's just like the, the, because of the like weather change stuff. You know what I mean? It's cold now. You know, I've been driving all over where it's cold here, warm, cold, cold. So I just have a little like post nasal drip, if you will. But I don't, I just needed to just sack out for the day. Like I, I went back, um, got back in bed, uh, after I tried to get up and, and get going, had to cancel that appearance, really bummed me out. I apologize again, if you guys are listening, um, but uh, then I just laid in bed, man. I, I got in bed. I started to, uh, oh, I started to play Switch, my, you know, which I, I don't do a lot of games uh, at really, period, like any kind of games, especially not board games or anything like that or, or you know, card games. I'm just not into uh, playing games so much. But, uh, you know, if you've been, you know, a lot of, a lot of you know, I've been following and listening for a while. I got a, a Nintendo Switch earlier this year. Because I was, uh, you know, my good friend John Elliott, artist, check him out, bad motherfucker. Uh, he, when I met him, you know, he gets talking about Castlevania and gets me all horned up for Castlevania. And uh, I had such a great weekend that I, I gifted myself um, a Nintendo Switch back at the beginning of the year. Uh, so I got in bed and I was like, I'm going to play a little game here. What do I want? I, I got me, uh, um, based on recommendation, uh, thank you from Lee and Christy, uh, I got... Cult of the Lamb, which is a pretty badass game if you're into those kind of games. Like, you're, you you are this little lamb figure. Like, they're all animal characters, and you're, you're, you're starting a cult to uh, get people to follow, like, the Underlord or whoever that they banished. Like, that, something like that, but it's cool. It's one of those ones where you go you recruit people to come to your cult, and they have to work and build the things so you can get the grain and build the other things and get the wood and do magic and whatever. Uh, I, I like those kind of things when then you get you take your lamb out on a quest uh, and get weapons and you know kill little things so you can bring other stuff back to your your compound and build more stuff. One of those games I I was very much enjoying it um, and uh, you get to name all your little cultists and I, I was naming them like you know uh, Mr. Sex was one Miss Ass was one uh, I have. Uh, uh, what was a uh, uh, dude horny is one of my characters, uh, you know, cock butt, things like that, like Mr. Dickhole. I just give them funny names and it really makes me laugh. I guess it's funny to me. I don't know. I'm just getting in bed giggling like he, 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 Mr. Dickhole. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I, I did that for a little bit and I was like, ah, that is cool. You know what? I'm going to take a little rest and maybe I'll come back. Boom. I was out. I slept for five and a half more hours. Um, 
in bed. So I really was just out of it and needed that. Tuesday, even I took it pretty light as well. I didn't go out of the house really, just just trying to get get my shit back together. Um, stay healthy. You got to stay healthy. Got to drink water. Got to drink that water. Take your vitamins, um, you know, all that stuff. So I'm, I'm a little like still just today, but it's, it's a lot of just running ragged, weather change, all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, hey, we're here. We're doing it. Um, so here is uh, a pretty big, uh, big announcement that I have to make. If you've been listening along, for those of you uh, for for over for like forever, but since I started out on this crusade, if you will, of uh, drawing a, my own a custom tarot deck been over like a year and a half or whatever that I've been drawing it and getting it all together and it's it's a you know a lot of back and forth I told you if you've been like last few episodes I was very excited because I was supposed to get the test deck in the mail uh you know it's a the printer's in Australia so it's like some time like shipping and blah 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 the first deck showed that it got an attempted delivery but I was home I don't know what happened and then for whatever reason instead of them delivering it again they shipped it all the way back to Australia returned to sender that was weird but got it all straightened out a couple weeks ago uh while I was on the road in Houston I talked with them and got it all taken care of they got me my test deck in the mail again and let me tell you what a couple weeks later last week before I left to go on the road boom the deck is here. It is in my hot little hand right as I am speaking with you. And I gotta say, guys, I know this is my deck and, and I drew it and put it together, but it, I have to say, it's pretty goddamn beautiful. Uh, it turned out really, really good. Uh, it, you know, it, it just, I'm very, very pleased with, with it. And I, I think that uh, people out there are also, especially those of you who are been waiting for it to come out, and I, I appreciate your patience and hanging in there with me. I know you're going to love it, and I know, like, the other people, once I get these out there, like, on the road and on the website, uh, I think these are just going to, people are going to really enjoy these cards. They're even, like, so this is, like, complete custom deck. If, like, it's all based on, like, the Rider Waite deck, which is um, kind of like the old-school original, you know, tarot deck. Uh, so it's it's based on those cards. It's with all my skeleton characters. It's called the John Wayne is Dead Tarot Skeleton Deck. Uh, you know, I, I, like I said before, I, you know, it's my characters. I have little flourishes of my touches here and there, but I like to keep the, uh, true intention of the card there, the, the symbolism still there, uh, so that, you know, that's part of the card. That's part of learning the cards. And then I didn't want to compromise that. Uh, so I've got them in my hand. They're amazing. They're also a, a cool size. It's different than, uh, regular uh size of a tarot card would be i know some of them can be like bigger or whatever this uh my i my deck is three by four uh it's a little bit of a a smaller not smaller just proportioned differently um card and uh that also i think lends to its uh its cool factor you know it's completely its own thing uh customized deck the the backs look great the the thing looks great uh i all i i've already you know told them go with it and we pushed the the button on the card machine or whatever over there in australia i'm sure it prints them backwards because you know the water runs in reverse there or something like that when you flush the toilet or not i don't know but um they're making them i am uh i gotta get the box art uh over to them for that part of it because they will be in a box and uh all my art as well on that and and yeah i'm super stoked like super super stoked and that's what i was saying if you you know earlier when i was talking about patreon if you uh those of you who are subscribed got a little sneak peek video of of the cards when i got them uh a few days back uh, so that's another another reason to you know join the Patreon. You get to see these things early. But yeah, I just did a little quick three, just put three cards down and put the deck, and you, you could see them, uh, check them out and stuff. So I'm excited. They're here, um, and they're going. We're going forward with the printing, and and it's gonna be awesome. I don't know exactly when they'll be here or when you know, but uh, sooner than later. And I will be putting a pre order link. Uh, especially once I get shipping confirmation from them, I'll start doing pre-orders and, uh, you know, I'll put that out there and then I'll just be advertising them. So check, keep checking the website or, you know, follow my social media at John Wayne is dead on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Um, and, uh, yeah, of course you'll, you will see it. I will be putting it out there 
pretty cool because I'm proud of it. It's awesome. It turned out so cool. Can't wait for all of you to uh, check it out and get your your little dirty little hands on it. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, so that's been um, that's that's very exciting news and very, very cool. So um, I am I'm stoked on that. I have a. some other, but some other announcements. Uh, I'll make some announcements probably on the next episode regarding a new book release that I have coming out uh, here in a few months. It really crept up on me here, uh, coming out through Thunderstorm Books, and I'll, I'll tell you all about that uh, probably next episode. So, so you know, that's a little teaser there. Keep you keep you bated breath, sitting on the edge of your seats, and all that good stuff. Um, so, um, so we were talking about. The awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast on Patreon earlier. So, and if you've been listening along, you know I like to take a good chunk of the episode where I talk to to one of the artists I know and and put it in here uh, for you to listen to, get a little preview, if you will, uh, get to know my my guest, and and hopefully you go over there and check them out, and then hop on over to the Patreon, sign up, you could hear the whole episode. This week I spoke with a horror author and filmmaker now uh brian asman i ran into him at the the midsummer screams event that we're going to talk about later in the in the story part of the show and uh we've known each other through uh the bizarro scene for is where we first met uh met at a killer con when and he uh, has an he had a new bizarro author series book uh i had one a few years before that he's a great guy he's he's uh doing a lot of cool things not only with writing but with uh films and short films and acting um so i got a chance to sit down and talk with him and uh we're gonna listen to a little bit of that right now uh here we go this is me and brian asman you know where where did you where did you start um you know where are you now are you wearing underwear i hope not uh and and then let's talk about that yeah 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 definitely so to your first question i am wearing underwear they're mm. uh boxer briefs that's my mm. preferred uh my preferred undergarment good uh so i i had to go out to brunch and so it was just kind of like a, i don't know gotcha. shorts i'm wearing don't leave a lot to the imagination because i like booty shorts right. so underwear was kind of a necessity today only yeah uh, but i might disrobe at some point during the podcast now conversations like this often remind me of uh the humor i enjoy so much from things like kevin smith's films and and work and your bizarro your new bizarro author series book is called i'm not even, I'm supposed, not to even supposed to be here today one of the one of the most famous lines um and uh and we are new bizarro author brothers just in different uh time yes periods. we are uh but that was like t- tell me about that book let's can we start there yeah yeah absolutely yeah we can we can start wherever but yeah that book was originally going to be uh named after a different line from that movie uh i i was advocating for 37 dicks and rose was like that doesn't really make sense there's only you only have like three dicks in this entire book and i'm like well it's it's a line from the movie though i'm just kidding that none of that ever happened uh but seriously yeah so i started writing horror seriously in 2016 or so i had already i i had like always written but like that was the year I decided to like buckle down and try and make a career out of this. Mm. And so uh, you know, I wrote horror for a couple of years and then it got, you know, I was getting into like a lot of the small press stuff like Dead Eye, Eraserhead, Perpetual Motion Machine, et cetera, that whole ecosystem of indie horror where we met. Mm. And I I like Eraserhead had an open call and I'm like, I feel like this particular novella I had is offbeat enough that it might fall under the bizarro stuff you know because bizarro is a little hard to define uh yeah so. that's always been been hard to define yeah um, by intention by intention so yeah. um so yeah so I, so I submitted the book rose dug it and was like we're picking this thing up and i said awesome so <laughs> after a couple of years of like honestly after a couple of years of like going to conventions and stuff like that it was nice to finally have like a standalone book that i could sell right you know, I had like yeah. a couple anthologies I'd bring around with me and be like, oh, yeah, I have a story in this one. I have a story in this one. But this is the first time I had like, you know, my own book I could sell. Right. So. Absolutely. And uh, and like the new like new bizarre author series stuff, like uh, it, it's pretty cool. I was I, I was always like super into the 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 writers that were coming out through that. Like I just, you know, discovering um, kind of up and comers or just people I hadn't heard of before. So um 
and like I said, that's how I found you. So, uh, but then I think we did. Did we meet at Killer Con for the first time? We did. Is yeah, that like I remember our, we had it. Yeah, we met at Killer Con. Then I saw you at Bizarro Con a couple of months later. That's right. That's right. And, and that was the infamous last Bizarro Con. That was it. That was the last. The last uh, off to that good night um, type yep. of situation. Um, speaking of, were you at those Wonderland Awards they had the other? day or something or no i was thinking about going up for that but just with my travel schedule it just got a little too much um and it worked out because i actually got covid so Mm. i wouldn't have like if i had booked a ticket i wouldn't have been able to go because i was homesick with covid not many people like that sentence itself is interesting like so it it, it turns out it's good because i got covid is that what you said (laughs) it worked out because i got covid (laughs) yeah well i mean i really i up until the week before i've been thinking about going but like with the my schedule it was just too crazy and then uh yeah with the holidays coming up there there was another event and everything and i really wanted to go but then covid made the decision for me so honestly i wasn't very sick yeah. at any point but it was more just like oh the decision is now made for me and i don't have to stress about whether i should be there or not because i literally can't be yeah i was uh in chicago that like the past two years i think they've been doing that just the awards i've been in chicago um at the at a convention so uh, i have not oh, been oh. in attendance so you know um but whatever new bizarro author series one thing yes. also that like about your book was like the covers is awesome um is that an is that a uh Jim, uh, is that who who did that cover? Is that Agpalza? Yeah, Jim Agpalza did the cover. Nice. nice. So yes, he's the same guy who did uh, Boinking Bizarro, mm-hmm. the anthology that I edited that uh, John Wayne has a story in. That's right. He also did my new Bizarro author series cover and poster. Wow. But oh, the thing, cool. but the thing that like I, I do like uh, even more about when yours came out, like you you guys didn't have the border that they put they used to put around it, like yeah, it cuts off the fucking thing. Ah, I hated that, but um, because it cut off part of Jim's art, you know, and I was like, yeah, "Eh, whatever. But um, yeah, Jim's done a lot of great stuff. I I fucking love him and I love his 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 work. But yeah, he did do the cover for Boinking Bizarro, which you and Danger Slater shouts out did uh, co-edited that. And I do have a story that like uh, I liked that anthology like a a lot. I liked the idea behind it. I I wrote uh, as Shell Silverpeen, my. of course, now famous uh, second uh, Noam de Plume. Uh But yeah, The Receiving Tree, I wrote um, a story. I, I had a lot of fun doing that. That story came to me like that. I think I wrote it like in two days and sent it back. And I was like, here, I'm done. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, that uh, was such a fun story. So like, it, I remember, uh, the, I think that was one of the first ones that we got. And we were both like, yep, this is kidding exactly this bizarre weird prompt that we came up with so that um give, gross fucking story i love it it was pretty gross but like uh we'll give a little like uh just to give the people a little like behind the scenes i was uh so when we when you guys were editing it i think we had like a a point of con- not contention but like uh where about like the main character carrying so much semen in his mouth in, in his is in you know could he do that or would he do that or or what and uh i was sitting in i was actually in dayton at the time uh with uh carrie and andy cv hunt and anderson prunty and uh i was like andy don't do you think like this guy could keep all this cum in his mouth for the whole time right and he was like fuck yeah he could dude i was like all right we're keeping it kid stays yeah. in the picture um, I, I like how this became a debate of like, you know, how much yeah. cum can one man carry in his mouth at once, which exactly. is a I just can't believe I said. Well, and I mean, and, the, <laughs> and you know, it's the glory of love and the power of love compels you. Uh, you could do a lot with, yep. with that. So, um, but that was, yeah, that was a very cool anthology. That was, that was a lot of fun to be a part of. Uh, but so going beyond that, you know your your bizarro stuff you you were more into you 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 said serious horror or how would you put it um i'm not yeah so beyond the bizarro stuff i think i write i mean i do do a lot of horror comedy do do um yeah (laughs) and but i do a lot of more like i don't know i guess you could call it serious horror as well it's just funny like a lot of the stuff that's been published is more on the comedy uh Mm -hmm. spectrum uh versus uh more of the serious stuff but my book that's coming out with blackstone 
uh, well, the werewolf book, that's a, a much more serious narrative than a lot of the stuff I've published so far. Okay, before, so like the stuff that's out, you know, now that that you have, uh, like, man, fuck this house and like, uh, hit me with that. I'm looking, trying to, I'm sorry. Yeah, so like Nunchuck City, Jail. Yeah, Bro, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got like house. all these, yeah, like, you know, these, these, uh, the titles lend themselves to be like, okay, this is going to be a little, this is going to be funny, like you would, you know, but like, yeah. um, it's almost it's more of like a, a stylistic thing like that's kind of your style the humor is kind of baked in there as you're writing this it's not necessarily like set up punch set up set up punch scare you know it's like yeah it's just like how it's it's kind of like your style more than anything else would you agree with that yeah i kind of write about like off kilter worlds where everything's like ours but turned up a degree uh so it, it's just kind of inherent i'd say out of all my books man fuck this house is that's has some humor in it but is not a comedy at all um but yeah i don't know sometimes you know people get different things out of books so you know eh. right right so um what uh what's this werewolf book you're talking about dude yeah so i can't talk too much about it yet but, um, i did announce it so i have a two book deal with blackstone where mm-hmm. they they purchased man fuck this house and are mm-hmm. going to republish it with additional stories cool. uh, included in the volume. So kind of like what Eric LaRocca did. I actually refer to it as Polina LaRocca. Mm-hmm. Um, and nice. So, and then I'm also going to, uh, they bought my debut novel, Good Dogs, because I've only published novellas up to this point. So Sweet. Good Dogs, um, I can't say it's a werewolf book. It's an unusual werewolf setup that, to my knowledge, hasn't really been done before. And I hope no one does it before the book comes out, because then I'll look like uh, uh, I'm a uh, fucking uh, plagiarist. No one will do it. Hasn't yeah, been done. They better, not. they better not. I'm watching you, all of you. Right yeah. Now. We are. We're watching. From the bushes. You. Oh, yeah. From outside of your house. Um, yeah. But, but uh, tell- yeah, we hopefully once the. Uh, sorry, I was going to say, hopefully once uh, we get like a, a a release date for that, we'll I'll be able to talk a little more about what it is and uh, promote it a little bit more. Okay, very cool. Uh, thank you for checking that out, please. Guys, check out Brian. Uh, Brian Asman is doing a lot of great things. Very cool conversation. Hop on over to patreon.com slash John Wayne and just is dead to sign up for any tier. You can hear the rest of that show, plus all of the back episodes of which there are many. So, cool. Thank you for that. Uh, you know, Moving right along uh, to our next. Uh, oh. Uh oh. The Corey Hotline. Yeah. Yeah. Corey Hotline, everybody. What's the Corey Hotline, you say? Well, that is the number you can call anytime day or night any day we never close the hotline no uh to leave questions comments statements whatever you'd like for me and the show and i will play your message here on the show and then answer the questions and and uh talk about it and and we'll discuss it you know uh recently the the hotline has been sort of a a a beef zone where we've had a, it's a beef between uh, my, my very good friend, uh, retired professional wrestler, Gator McAllister and the Gator haters. Uh, haven't heard from either of them in a while. I know maybe, maybe they, maybe they've worked out their differences. Maybe they've taken their, their argument to another platform. I don't know, but I have a feeling they probably will check in again soon. If you would like to leave a message, get in on the fun, please Call 832-930-1347. That's 832-930-1347. Leave a message for us. And also, if you're a little shy about talking on the phone, leaving a message, maybe you don't want to hear your voice, that's fine. You can text the number as well, and I will read your texts uh, on on the show uh, if that's the way you'd rather do it. But I would love to hear from you either way, 832-930-1347. We have a message today, uh, a new message uh, here. So we are going to get into that right now. Hey, John Wayne, this is Bill Fisher calling you back. Um, I just had a quick question, and I needed your opinion on it because I needed to find the one human being that at times may give less of a fuck than me. 
I am currently dealing with the end of a 15-year relationship, off and on, back and forth, as friends, as lovers, either way. And it's got me pretty jacked up. Whiskey's not working. It's interrupting my different creative endeavors, and I'm just trying to find a way to let go and move forward. What advice would you have for that? Thanks, man. Uh, okay, that's it. All right, bye. Cool. Hey, Bill, thank you so much. Also, shouts out to you for uh, joining the Patreon. I know we had some weird back and forth trying to get you on there, but it looks like it's all taken care of. So shouts out to you, Bill. Um, thank you for the question. Thank you for uh, reaching out on this. So, um, I, you know, you mentioned, I, you know, we, we are maybe a couple of guys that just don't give a fuck about a lot of things. And not giving a fuck is maybe like harder than it sounds at times or or how you've developed it i've i've got this it's it's not like the way i kind of approach things i'm it's not the best i understand and i work try to work on it but to me it's just always like you know if i don't want to do something i'm just not going to do it and you're not going to make me i'm not going to compromise that which is of detriment to me sometimes with people but i'm just i just know where i want to spend my time and do with my time and, and you know and I have no problems or qualms with telling uh, people like nah I'm not doing that you know and and then there's nothing more important to me than you know my work my career uh, it takes a lot of precedent in, uh, with things so it and I say that's like it's like a bi- kind of a byproduct uh, the not giving a fuck kind of has to come when you are pursuing something with you know the fervor and it's got to the work has to be there all that kind of stuff so um you're right. I do not give a fuck most of the time about anything. Like I don't. I could give a fuck what you think or what you say. I, I really don't. Now, when I say all this, because to say in dealing with relationships, you know, if a lot of listeners know that I am uh, twice divorced, uh, one, the second one uh, more recently in the last year, maybe um, uh, a little over a year ago, but it's. Uh, so, so I've, I've been through stuff and, and like I can say, I said like, you know, not giving a fuck can definitely, um, be an issue sometimes, uh, in relationships, but do my best here. So you're, you're at the end of a 15 year relationship that's been off and on, uh, you say, and I'm guessing it's like you said, it's pretty, you're, it's, it's got you like, you know, mixed up. And I'm guessing probably because you don't know where it's going. It's, it's just like confusing, right? And it's maybe probably confusing to both of you. But, and then, and I don't know if you want to still stay in the relationship or you said move on, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, let go and move on. Oh, so, you know, it's, it's one of those things that is definitely easier said than done. But especially when something like this is affecting, it's a detriment, you know, you, you're trying to, Drink with you know you said you mentioned whiskey and that's not working. You're trying to like you know drink things away. It's interrupting your your work, your creative work. Um, it, it's got there's got to be I think just uh, I I don't know. I like to discuss everything. I talk about whatever. Like I you know all the you know, ten years of counseling. You know I'm just like yeah let's just talk about it. So for me that would be like my thing. Like if if like you pretty much I would say my advice I guess would be like, look, to have a conversation, we, I can't keep doing this back and forth thing. We need a clean break and and just not communicate for at least a while. I know it's like, well, we were friends. We want to be friends. Man, sometimes that shit just doesn't work. Or some time has to go by to where you can come back and then maybe like do a friendship thing. Uh, or maybe not. And you have to be prepared for that too. There just may not be any coming back from like, Hey, let's be friends and hang out because it's just not, it's just not going to work for either of you to even be friends. That could be the, the issue as well. Um, I'm, I'm just kind of guessing, I don't know like the ins and outs of, of your relationship, but I mean, I imagine there's a lot to it for 15, 15 years. There's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, things to unpack, like, you know, kind of untwine from each other. Is that a word? Untwine? Uh, Untwist yourselves away. And like I said, easier said than done, but you kind of have to do like, all right, this is it. You you know, you need to put your, what you need to say exactly what you want and communicate it, you know, affect just like, boom, matter of fact, here it is cut and dry, you know, 
either we're in a relationship or we're not, but I'm not doing this. And, you know, if we're not, then I'm going to, we need to not see or talk to each other for a while. Um, that's what I would, that's what I would say also like, and then just throw yourself into your work. Like, uh, you know, just all of your creative endeavors, just turn around and start doing those a hundred percent putting that energy that has kind of been in a, gotten your head in a, a, a whirlwind of like, uh, confusion and, and weirdness, uh, and just put all of that into your work. Again, easier said than done, but if you sit down and do, just do it. Like, you have to sometimes just make yourself do stuff. And there's some people that will be like, well, I don't know, maybe you have to wait for inspiration to hit you. Well, great. Okay, fine, Picasso, whatever you got to do. But I'm I'm honing my craft. And to hone my craft, I need. I feel like I need to work on it every day. You you need incremental growth with what you're doing. It's just like learning to play an instrument. Um, you can't just put it down and come back two weeks later and you know rip it up like your fucking Johnny guitar. It doesn't work like that. Uh, but I have found turning like away from things like you know when relationships and things like that end, and just really also just focusing on work and and you know. But being de- declaring what my intent, my true intentions are, and what I want, and not being, not leaving any room for uh, confusion or interpretation, or for the, your in your uh, intent to be muddled in any way. It's just got to be clear, communicate, and then uh, you know, like I said, have some some true time pass uh, where you know you're not going communicating with this person, not putting yourself in a place where you could backslide from what you initially want because it's whatever comfortable or uh, just temptate, whatever, I don't know, whatever it may be, but you have to just keep your eye on the prize and keep more moving forward from things like this. Um, Again, all of this is easier said than done, dude. All of this is just my opinion. I'm not like a professional in any way uh, on this, but I'm just trying to do my best for you. Uh, I feel for you, man, and I know it's tough, but uh, I I also know that you will get through this and you will uh, come out the other side uh, better for the experience, stronger. Uh, You'll have a lot of growth that'll happen with you, and uh, none of this happens overnight, uh, but it'll happen and you'll be, uh, you'll be better for it, dude. So good luck, man. I hope that that helped you, uh, some, and, uh, you know, love to hear an update if you're, uh, if you would like to give us one. So thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Guys, you could call in to the Corey hotline anytime with questions like this or questions for the show, questions about my books, questions about writing music, anything, or just to say, Hey, how you doing? Like, uh, I love it. Christy whiskey shots out. You call me when you're drunk at parties and everyone just yells into the phone. That's great. I love it. Call us up 832-930-1347. That's 832-930-1347. So moving along, uh, to our story portion. Now, I like I, I if you've been listening, I, I said I I'm usually really good about this. The show is kind of in real time. Like whatever happens this past weekend, I talk about it on Monday, and you know I kind of got a little behind for all this traveling and stuff. So I'm I'm a, I'm a week behind in my adventures, but uh, I'm still sharing them with you. So rather than I know I I just talked about how I went to. Uh, the Krampus Tavern this past weekend as I'm recording this, but we're not going to talk about that today. Today, we're going to talk about uh, when last weekend when I was in uh, Pasadena, California for the Midsummer Scream uh, season screamings. So, um, as you know, like living out here in Las uh, Vegas, I've been uh, trying to get on as many LA markets as I can. It's a great scene out there, um, especially where uh, horror stuff and, and oddities things are concerned. So uh, being spooky. So uh, I've been getting with the help of the lovely Scarlet, who of course helps me uh, schedule and, and and manage my career. Um, she has got me on a lot of great 
shows in LA this year and we have a lot more next year coming up uh, that we're going to be at. So this was one of those where, you know, it's an easy drive for me, you know, being on the West Coast now, it's like a four hour shot. And uh, we were uh, ready to do it. Now, so uh, this one um, was a three-day event in Pasadena, California, which is just uh, right outside of L.A., I guess, a little bit, you know. Um, and it, it, it was pretty big, the production, I guess, because it was – I thought at first I didn't realize it was a three-day market. I, it was a three-day, like, convention kind of schedule. Um, I was like, oh, shit, dude, this is, like, all three days. Uh, which was like, then I was like, oh, God, I leave a day earlier. No, man. But um, <clears throat> what's also cool is that like those days, like we just can get up in the morning on the day of and drive in and load in and, and start. And that that helps um, helps being close in that way as well. Um, but yeah, I was like stoked for this. Um, you know, we, we did the horror for the holidays in Austin and there was a huge Krampus uh, theme and they did a Krampus parade. And this was uh, also going to have, you know, Krampus elements and and all that stuff. So um, we, we got we got that we got ready that morning Threw Boney in the car. He was happy, uh, got some coffee and we, we made the drive to Pasadena. Easy drive. Like I said, uh, Pasadena was pretty. I, I liked it. We got into town um, and uh, I'm trying to think, what did we do? Oh, Okay, so we uh, we got in and uh, we got there early because loading was pretty pretty early on Friday. Um, but so we got there on ten thirty and loaded in, and then uh, we were able to check into our our, our motel early, uh, get an early check in so that we could rest uh, a little bit more. Because like I said, that that last week uh, we were both under the weather. We were trying to rest up, so uh, we got there and and set up. Now the layout for this was interesting. Um, it was in a convention at a Pasadena convention center or the Pasadena center or whatever the fuck it was called. And I saw the map like going in, we looked at it and we're like, okay, here we are. We're, we're in the, the hallway outside, which there's like, that's typical. Like there's always a setup where, you know, there'll be tables all around the hall and the, and the doors before you walk into the main, uh, ballroom or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, it's just, part of the thing. So I was like, I, I have no problem being in out in the hallway. I've done it many times and I always do well and I'm happy to be, I'm happy to be anywhere there. So it doesn't really matter to me. So we saw that and I was like, all right, cool. And it's, it shows you like you're right, like where the doors, the front entrance to the, the thing you would come through, have to come through these doors. And if you went immediately to your right, there would be uh, our table just around the corner um, thing. Now, so we got there and we got set up. We we were the thing that was odd was on that, you know, we made the little when you make the little turn corner there, it was just two to two tables, just us and then next to me um was another table uh, uh rags to witches uh shouts out Desiree, very nice, nice to meet you. But it was just us. No other table like nothing. Like the hallway was empty next to the table next to it was like us the table or the other table and then the door like that you get into the showroom but it's not the main door it's just a side door that you can people can come in and out of and uh also like the whole front area when you came in they they have um the midsummer screams people have uh the logo of this cat like a the spooky black cat type of thing and they had all these inflatable uh things of their of the black cat and some of them were super tall like 20 feet tall and one of those was positioned right there at the corner where we were. So, it, which was funny if you watched my like uh, my Instagram videos, I showed how we were like in the shadow of like we were just like the cat's asshole was basically right above us uh, the whole time, and it was very funny uh, to do uh, to look at. But it, it, I was like, okay, well, I thought maybe we'd come back and there'd be more tables set up down that way or whatever. So we went, we set up, everything was great. We went inside, uh, went to our room, I mean, and, and got to actually get some rest and come back for the show that evening. And no, there wasn't any other tables. It was still just us two. And I started noticing like, wait, I don't know if this is like as good a, like looking at it, you think that everyone's going to see you coming through the door. Well, the way they had the front organized, like, all of they you couldn't come into any of the doors except the furthest left door which 
we couldn't see from our vantage point. It's it's to our right around the corner. Um, and as soon as you come in, like the tables are right there to the left to get your wristband and all this kind of stuff. So you come in left, left, and then they kind of push you out that way. Now directly in front of you there when you walk in is like this company that's doing mu- um, uh, movie makeup effects, like live demonstrations right there. And then there's other stuff and all the stuff, the whole hallway down that way to the when you come in and went to the left was packed with vendors and uh, a bar was there and boom the front main doors to both ballrooms were like right there so boom boom so i was like huh they so they kind of bring you into the left usher you to the left down the little table spit you out and you're going you're off and going that way so everyone's kind of directed that way and we were having a lot of people that would came out that side door or whatever looking for the, so many people asked me where's the bathroom like i was a fucking uh like a you know guide for the fucking center or something but you know people were coming around like oh there's stuff some stuff over here or you know oh okay we didn't know this was over here so I, and, and again i'm not one to complain about uh positioning but i was just or where i get put but i was just kind of like this is weird isn't it is this weird um that was when uh i say brian uh that's when i ran into brian asman who you know he was just here at the beginning of the show uh from the awesome dude for life podcast and uh, he's like, whoa, dude, you're here too. I didn't know you were here. He was there with uh, the HWA, Horror Writers Association table. Um, and I guess a few different authors uh, in the association worked the table all weekend. And he was he was doing it on Friday. So we got to chat for a little bit, took a shot, um, whatever. But I was like, okay, it's slow, slow night, whatever. It's Friday. We're, it's going to be t- tomorrow. There's shows going on in the day, all this stuff. Well, Come to find out. The next morning, we get there, and you know, we're ready. We've got, you know, our bells on, our gels on. Uh, you know, we're ready to go. And we're talking to one of the main security guards. Uh, he's just posted up at our table chatting with us while we're drinking coffee and stuff before the doors open. And he mentioned to us that the L.A. Comic Con was going on uh, also. And I was like, oh, is that pretty big? Or, like, well, I didn't even know they had an L.A. Comic Con. And uh, he's like, yeah, so, you know, he's like, yeah, well, it might, might affect us. So who knows? Man, did it affect. It affected attendance in a big, bad way, I think. We had some people come on Sunday that were at the L.A. Comic Con on Saturday, and we're just like, it was packed. There was a three-hour wait in line to, for gen- to get your general admission tickets that you already paid for uh, from what we were told. And it was just packed out, which is great. It was a great event. Um Forbidden Futures actually had a table there, which uh, I'm, I'm, you know, if you remember, I did a, a story and a song for them that was in their re- most recent issue of the Forbidden Futures magazine. And uh, we're going to be working on another project here this this coming year, uh, 2023 as well. So watch for that. But uh, I found out they were there and they, they said it was great. Their pictures looked great, but it was full. So I, I had no idea that was going on. I don't know if the organizers knew or could could even know. Uh, when these things get set up. But I think that really took some of the attendance away. And then again, it was just like, people just didn't know we were over there. I, I don't know why, like, for just those two, just two of us, two tables just off to the side where nothing else was, I, I don't I don't know why they, I, I would have like not put just two tables around the side. Like, I think they probably could have found some space to, to move like uh, the we just had two six foot tables you know we weren't like a big thing i think i think we could have got moved around especially once maybe they realized because the organizers walked they were walking around they walked by they said hi they're very nice but they had to have realized too that there's a there's not a lot of traffic coming over here maybe we could move these guys tomorrow to down here and see what happens but oh well didn't happen and and then that's just how it is and it's it's not their fault and it's nobody's fault it's just kind of the way it goes sometimes um, uh, but I still had, a, you know, we had a good time. Um, no, nothing crazy. No, I mean, like I said, we both were still trying to get our shit together, not, not feeling the greatest. So we, uh, did, you know, went back to our room and rested and didn't go out or anything. Uh, but, uh, it, it was, um, it was okay. Sunday was, uh, even pretty slower. It was, it was very slow on Sunday. Um, but, it wasn't bad. Like I said, I had, I still had a good time. I met people, uh, talked to, talked to some cool people. Uh, and I always have, I always have a good time. I always learn something. So 
uh, I was looking, you know, I was really looking forward to this one. I, it was still fun. Like I said, I, it, I just, uh, it just didn't, mm, I don't know. This one just didn't have the, the panache or whatever, the, the gravitas that it, it maybe would have had, uh, if LA Comic Con wasn't going on or, uh, I don't know, maybe other circumstances as well. Who knows? But it was cool to be a part of that. And, uh, I know that they do their main one that they do is in like the spring or summer. And I, I understand that one is huge. So I will, uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, upset or trying to, I'm not, you know, fuck them. I want to be involved with more of their, their markets. Uh, and I especially want to get in on this big one cause it'll probably, probably, you know, there won't be anything that's competing with it so closely. And it's, you know, this is a well-known, uh, market and it was, it was cool. Um, but I don't know, just, we had to, had some chips stacked against us last weekend at that one. Um, but Hey, what are we going to do? You know, you live, you live to fight again. And, uh, and, and, that we did because, you know, we went home and, and, and got, got a few days to rest and chill, like I said, and, and then uh, ready, revived, fresh to go to the next market, which we did this past weekend. Uh, but I will be telling you all about that uh, next week on that episode. But uh, all in all, very cool. If you're in L.A., and you see Midsummer Screams has a market or a con going on, go check them out. You will not be disappointed. Lots of great vendors, uh, great shows, uh, awesome drag show. Shouts out to Mr. He. Um, Thank you again for the Christmas card and everything. That was great. So check it out. And, uh, you know, next time I go, there'll be, uh, you know, I'll have a different story to tell. So there we go. That is my recap of Midsummer Scream Season Screaming 2022. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate them having me out and uh, everything, and I will be back. So thank you guys for listening to another episode. I very much appreciate it. Please don't forget to check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead, or just go to johnwayneisdead.com. You can join the from the, that from the site right there at to the Patreon. You can also, while you're there, go to the John Wayne is Dead shop and pick up any copies of my books, records, art. Uh, I will sign them. I will send extra goodies, but I appreciate any and all support. So however you get your hot little hands on what I do, do it. And I appreciate it uh, so much. Don't forget to follow me at John Wayne is Dead on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and my Facebook, just my name, John Wayne Kamianale. Uh, and I appreciate you all so so much and i will tell you all about my next adventure uh next week so till then good day